You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network as we cover Lost. It's a TV show. If you've never heard of it, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this episode. But if you've discovered this episode by the chance and you've heard of it for the first time, watch it. It's pretty good. Uh, we're in the 19th episode of the first season, entitled Ex Machina something. What is it? Dace. 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 Jace, Dace, Ex Machina, um, just please, Lost Riders, can you make your titles easy for me to say? Ron would be able to do it, but... Um, less Latin for Ben. Less Latin. Um, yeah, I don't speak the freaky-deaky Latin. Um, but this that was meant to be a play on the whole freaky-deaky Dutch from Austin Powers. Never mind. This aired on uh, March the 30th, 2005, 12 days after I turned 18. Just thought I'd uh, put that out there to the world. Uh, it was written by Carlton Cuse. What and... does it matter if it's your birthday? <laughs> it doesn't. I'm single and pregnant, alone in an island. Uh, Damon Lindelof, uh, and it was directed by Robert Mandel. Rob! He knows Rod and Ron. Um, and it's a lock episode. Get excited. It's going to be a lock. Uh, my name is Ben... And that must make me God. And uh, my name's Noren. I've done everything you've wanted me to do, so why don't I get to host an episode for once? Because your microphone's shit. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's true. You haven't hosted in a while. You've only lost gave answers that Quite when he gets his microphone fixed, he's doing like 10 in a row like I've done. So it's all good. Um, but I don't want to do this episode. We're all, Noah. We're all the Noah fans. I don't want no, to do this no. episode. There's lots of sadness in this episode already. Why are we at this point already? Can't we go back to the good old days? That's I mean, I just, want to, I just want to say up front, uh, dick of the week this week, totally, other than Anthony Cooper, who's dick of the century but dick of the week totally goes to the island this week the island is totally dick of the week yeah just, fuck you like, island like it's, it's testing them like he can't walk and now he's gonna fall like dick of the week is hands down the island and diva of the week to mr echo we haven't even met yet with his plane flying on the island and crashing with not his yeah, plane, his brother. Echo, so. yeah bloody yeah. echo but this is such a great episode though and so many iconic things here and you know the second last <laughs> um which is going to be sad um but you know it's, it's been a while since a lock one we talked about how it took so long for a hurley one but you know so far we've had two jacks two uh kate two charlie one boon um yeah and you know, it was episode four, so we've waited a bit, but the payoff is great because this flashback is great and the island stuff's maybe even better. So, yeah, so much great lock stuff in this episode and so much sad boo stuff. Maybe the best acted episode? Terry Quinn really shines. Oh, like, yeah, you know, we so thought he's good in Walkabout, but I mean, I think this maybe trumps him in Walkabout, would you say? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, definitely. this, this, I mean, we've, we've gone over recently about how, um, you know, a lot of these guys didn't get, you know, credited for their acting work. Um, but, you know, Terry Quinn obviously does. Um, yeah, and, I so. And uh, what's his name? Ben. What's his... Uh, Emerson, Michael Emerson. Michael Emerson? Um, yeah. So they they rightfully do. Uh, and you can see why. Like, I mean, this episode alone. And, like, God, we haven't even met uh, <laughs> Ben yet. But, Jesus Christ, like, what an actor. So, um, yeah, like, stay tuned for that. But this is just a powerhouse of acting. And uh, Terry O'Quinn, what a man. What a what a mighty good man. Uh, shame that he kills the best man on this island. <laughs> no. Oh, I've just 
compose yourself, Ben. That's luckily going to be pretty much the last thing we talk about this episode because we're going to go flashback first, as we always do. Um, and he's Locke with hair. Uh, <laughs> I like Locke with hair. It's just a random thing. Do you like Locke with hair? Yeah, it's a bit goofy. It looks dumb, but you know, it's. I mean, what happened? Because his biological father still has a full sense. So, Old like, Gummy Joe, just you know. Yeah, poor Locke, prematurely bald. Hanging. The thing is, when, it, when it's a Locke episode, you know it's going to be a sad one because Locke's life. <laughs> Get the tissues. Get the tissues. And not in a good way. Not in the way that he did with Claire last episode. In a different way. Um, but he's, he's working in like I don't know, it's like Costco or something like that. Um, and this little kid comes up uh, to demonstrate Mousetrap. Have you ever played Mousetrap, Noah? No, I've never played it in oh, my life. This, this, like, my nan, like, my nan would always just have these random board games. Like, I remember she had um, the, the three best ever board games, I think, in the world. Uh, trivial, uh, not Trivial, Global Pursuit, which is like Trivial Pursuit, but you've got to go around the world. It's awesome. Uh, the Game of Life, which is amazing. And Mousetrap, which, like, as Locke explains, like, basically you just walk around getting pieces on the board, and then, like, before you know it, um, it, yeah, it, like, kind of, you've got to trap it, and it's all, oh, it's such a fun game. You just, you generally... I thought you were going to say lost the board game. Well, lost the... So <laughs> I used to have lost the... Thing. I had lost the PlayStation 3 game, which was... Oh, I played that so bad. I didn't think it was bad. I mean, it wasn't brilliant, but it wasn't... Oh, my, as... Of course you thought it was good. Shut up. Ron hated it. Uh... <laughs> I finished it, and I've only finished, like, four games in my life. Um... Like, I'm a lost nerd. I, I, it was, it was okay. It was just very short, and just the the voice acting wasn't. And that's another episode. Lost the video game coming to lock. Apparently, lost the video. Game. <laughs> I want to play lock the video. I want to play mousetrap. Mousetrap's awesome. <laughs> lock the video game is just trying to uh, outcry the other person. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so while he's showing off old Gummy Joe with his you know picking up skills here with a little boy, um, this is a lady, a mysterious older woman. <laughs> I love how it says that. And then there's a page on the Lostpedia uh, article for mysterious portal mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, so we, <laughs> we see this woman, uh, red-haired woman. Now, she is... Uh, the actress's name is Swoosie... K- Swoosie? <laughs> what? <laughs> Just let that sit with everybody for a while. Her name is Swoosie. Um. Oh, she looks like a Swoosie. She, she. I know her from Liar Liar. She's like the opposing lawyer in um to Jim Carrey in Liar Liar. Um. But I, mean, I seem to rem- I remember you saying a few weeks ago that you thought that Emily Locke was quite attractive. The the 16-year-old. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, but of course, Ben's into Swoosie. Swoosie? What sort of name is Swoosie? <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, not- TV's Swoosie Kurt. <laughs> Sounds like something you would describe like Emily DeRaven. She's a little bit swoosy. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Her name Swoosie is derived from the airplane swoosh. Half swan, half goose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Shit. She was born in Omaha. I've been to Omaha. There you go. Nebraska. Nebraska. Oh, girl. Here we, here's a nice little... Oh, wait. Never mind. No, tell me now. I want to know about Swoosie. <laughs> 
Swoosie's mother is Margot Kurtz. Jack's mother is also named Margot. Ooh! <laughs> well, I, I read the trivia and I'm like, oh, Swoosie's mother plays Jack's mother? And then I'm like, well, they're probably the same age, so that's not going to work. She received several Emmy and Golden Globe nominations and an Emmy for a guest star performance as Carol on Carol Burnett's comedy series, Carol and Company. Ooh! That's a for worst name in Hollywood. Uh, she actually was in Desperate Housewives. There you go. Um, cool. Swoosey, good on you. Coming soon to the Oz Network. Exclusive interview with Swoosey. Um, we probably could get it. Everybody gets Swoosey, yeah. Uh, anyway. Also, Emily Locke's young version is actually 15. Is the actress 15 or is it just the character? <laughs> Save me here. Let's Ron. say yes. <laughs> I'm not doing my reputation. It's all Ron. It's all Ron. Um, I love her question when she asks, um, oh, where are the footballs? Eight ILA for regulation, 15 for nerf. <laughs> of course, Locke would give an overcomplicated, unnecessary answer. Imagine Locke playing nerf. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Locke goes outside in the, the parking lot, sees Swoosie hanging around. We're just going to Swoosie now. Um, she starts running away. Locke goes running after her. He gets hit by a car. Oh, is this how he's paralysed? No. He's in the wheelchair. Um, he gets up and catches up to her. Uh, later finds out that that's his birth mother. Uh, they then go out to lunch and basically she admits that she's been immaculately conceived. Like, like Lockie's a man of, like, faith and belief and all this kind of stuff, but, like, come on. Like, are you really going to play belief? Like, I know he ends up digging into his past, rightfully so, but why would he even believe this woman in the first place? Does that mean Locke is Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> yes. He, there was no father. I can't explain it. It just happened. <laughs> Slut. Um, <laughs> Shmee. Shmee. I know what you're up to. I've Shmee. seen what you've been doing, Shmee. <laughs> I saw what you did with Waldo, Shmee. <laughs> Is that his name, Waldo? I can't remember. Uh, Watto. Something like that. Watto. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Shmee is hooking up with Where's Waldo? You tricked me. I don't know how. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm a Tradarian. Force checks don't work on me. Um, I think Heart of Mind is better than the Phantom Moon. Oh, that's a big call. Uh, <laughs> coming soon, the age old debate. What wins, Heart of Mind <laughs> or the Phantom Menace? Guest starring in Summerholder as the moderator. Defending Heart of Mind is Ian Summerholder. <laughs> Defending the Phantom Defending Menace. The Phantom Nobody. Menace. Colin. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Me, something is better than Heart of Mind. <laughs> Ian Summerholder versus Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> In the ultimate debate. <laughs> Who is the most pointless character that everybody wishes didn't exist? Boone or Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> Boone. I don't like sand. <laughs> no, actually, hang on. Let's redo that scene. Boone. I like sand. <laughs> no, you don't, I, I, Boone. I, I, Pepe, I like sand. Hold, I think it's soft. Hold me like you did on Naboo. I held you better. I held you better on Naboo. <laughs> you were the chosen one. No, I was. Shut up, Boo. <laughs> I think the Jedi Council is evil. <laughs> no, I have the higher, higher ground. <laughs> Boone in Star Wars. <laughs> 
<laughs> you killed younglings. No, I did. I killed them better. They were younger younglings. They were younger younglings. <laughs> I killed toddlers. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. I am too. <laughs> I hate them. I killed them all. I brought them back to life with a pen. <laughs> I've had a pen. This <laughs> help. <laughs> could you tell Luke? Is that who you could tell? No, but I could tell Boone. <laughs> That's not Boone on Star Wars. Oh my god, can we just do this all the time? <laughs> Lu- Boone quotes classic movie moments. <laughs> oh. We could probably get Ian someone just to do that for him. <laughs> He's not doing anything now. So. <laughs> Oh my god. <clears throat> anyway, uh, <laughs> so Swoosies, Swooshin. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the next one um, locks with this. Who is this guy? Who is he? Franey, private investigator Franey. Oh god, what are the <laughs> theories around Franey? Oh, there are, of course there are. <laughs> um, Franey theories actually worked for Anthony Cooper to ensure that Locke would find him. Yeah, well. No, possible. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Franey. Here he is. Good old Franey. Uh, Franey and Swoosie. Uh, <laughs> so he's basically saying that, yeah, 99% accuracy that this is your mum. She's had schizophrenia. She's got schizophrenia, but if she's on a med, she's okay. Um, and then basically he's got, oh, here's your dad. Oh, once you open this, you know, you can't go back or whatever it is. Um then, no refund. No. Once you realise you're a man who can't kill, <laughs> is it legal for this private investigator to get information about Locke's parents? Private investigators, I guess, can do what they want. <laughs> Franey doesn't abide by the law. Fra- <laughs> Franey spin off. Franey Hibbs spin off. Franey Hibbs spin off coming soon to Netflix. Uh, that, I would watch. It. I would too. I mean, let's be honest. We'd watch. We'd watch the Thomas spin off. <laughs> like Thomas regrets his life. Of leaving Claire. Suicidal Thomas. Yeah. I'd watch that. What was that um that one that caused controversy on Netflix about that girl who killed herself, Thirteen Reasons Why or whatever oh, it was? No. So like it's all about Thomas. Thirteen Reasons Why Thomas <laughs> killed himself. I can't believe that she left and crashed on the island. <laughs> <laughs> the Broncos kept losing. My life was in ruins. <laughs> Uh, I hope Thomas dies. Yeah, I hope Thomas dies too, you little prick. Um, so, of course, Locke drives a red VW Beetle. Oh, I love his little Beetle. The Lockmobile. Um, <laughs> the Lockmobile. We're gonna, we're gonna, we'll see the Lockmobile in quite a few episodes, actually. It's like, you got to admit, though, because like, it's kind of going back to the, you know, just bringing Boone up every moment. There's a lot of Boone in this episode. We're going to talk about Boone while we can. But uh, the, the episode where he's kind of like, oh, what do you do when you do back home? And it's like, oh, I work in a box company. It's like, you don't work in a box company. Like, you kind of, you know, he's all lock macho, man. Of course, you're kind of going to believe he's going to be, like, in the army or something like that. But, you know, sad old Locke's life. Like, yeah, you probably do imagine him driving around in a little beetle, you know, coming from his job at Costco and beep, 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 get out of the way. Here comes Locke. He just works at a toy store. <laughs> Poor Locke. What a nice man. Locke is. Aww. <laughs> Nice, Mister Locke at the Toy Story. You know, you know, it would be a good duo in a in a um in a TV buddy cop series, like early days of Locke 
and Jin's dad. Like, that would be a nice... Aww. Aww. <laughs> toy, toy shop lock and fisherman Jin, Mr. Kwon. Aww, Mr. Kwon and lock. The most unlikely duo <laughs> team up in the event series of the year. They're secretly aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and Thomas is back. <laughs> Thomas, the Sorry, sister buff. Sorry, queer. Not starring Ian Sumner. <laughs> he wanted to be in it, but we didn't want him. <laughs> uh, not written by Ian Summerholder. Um, anyway, so we drive to this house. It's a very nice house. It has its own security guard. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Eddie. Eddie. Now, like, this guy has the most boring job in the world, right? Because, like... How often does uh, does Locke's dad get visitors? You know, I mean, unless he's a very important man who constantly needs people checking in all the time. Like, this guy literally sits in a booth all day and hopes for somebody to show up to his house. He actually wants Mormons to knock on his door so he can do something. He's just... Oh, my hell out of Yeah, like, it's kind of like, what's the point? What is the point of this guy? Like, it's not a well... gated community. The house is right there. <laughs> Oh, don't start me on communities related to lock. Um, <laughs> well, we later see two people trying to kill Anthony Cooper, so I guess it makes sense. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're not the only two people in his entire life who's trying to kill him as we learn more about this prick. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is the dick of the century. He's the really. dick of the He's show. The-, the entire series. Yeah. He is the dick I of mean- the they overdo the daddy issues thing, but Jack and Locke, it works. Yeah. Like, this guy is just a scum. If, if Locke was a human being, like, uh, Locke, Lost was a human being, uh, Anthony Cooper would be the penis. Like, he would be in the middle, little ball bag. And a small one. Yeah, little tiny little dick, Ben size. Um, <laughs> like a chode. <laughs> like a what? A chode. A cho- what's a chode? You know what a chode is? No. Oh. You can Google that one. Yourself. All right, I'm Googling it right now. <laughs> what is... No, not now. After the show. <laughs> chode. I've Googled Chode. No, we don't The penis or an imaginary penis. Chode fades are impulsing love songs. A fool, jerk, feel like a total chode. The perineum or anus. Stationary bicycle seat. What? It's supposed to be... Let's just move on. It's supposed to be the circumference is bigger than the width... Uh, the length. <laughs> So How do you know that? That's like a common thing. Like, that is... I mean, I know you haven't been to high school in 40 years. <laughs> Urban Dictionary, a penis wider than it is long. My boyfriend wanted a hand job, but I couldn't get a good grip because he had a chode. <laughs> ben learns a new word of the week. They... <laughs> And chode. <laughs> you know, everybody's listening to this right now when you said chode, and I've gone, what is it? And they go, oh, God, man, don't Google it on air. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like, this is, like, the best episode <laughs> We've got to eulogise Bob Boone soon. <laughs> Ben's <laughs> Googling, well, what's a chode? <laughs> <sighs> All right, um... So, Ben's learning. He pulls up meets Eddie. Hi, Eddie. How are you? Good. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just playing with my chode. Um, <laughs> oh, no. This is what happens when Ben learns something new. <laughs> I'm going to stop laughing. Um, he goes, he's, uh, I'm, I'm Anthony Cooper's son. He doesn't have a son. Oh, his mother said, like, it's kind of, it's like, knowing that this is all an elaborate scheme, it makes sense the way it kind of is so just like, oh, I'll let you in. 
But like, kind of, if you're watching this for the first time, you're probably thinking like, oh, okay, that's a bit strange. So, um, kind of like, he doesn't have a son. Yes, he does. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Goes inside and Boone's in the background. I'm also his son. No, you're not Boone. Come on. Shoo. Um, goes inside and we meet Anthony Cooper, who, let's be honest, starts off as a pretty nice guy. Uh, offers, offers him a drink. Falling for it. Um, you know, talks about going hunting. I love Locke here. I just love the line when Anthony's like, what are you doing this Sunday? And Locke's like, mm, nothing. <laughs> like, aw, like, why isn't Locke doing anything on Sunday? <laughs> uh, Poor Locke. He'd be playing with his friend from the office. Remember they were playing like Tank Commandos yeah. early on? Imagine Locke, Sunday morning, having a sleep-in, getting up, picking himself a bowl Locke, of cereal. What's, what do you call those people who, like, dress up in, like, fantasy Chose. and they go and do, like... <laughs> they, they go and do, like, role-play, live Oh, role uh, cosplayers. Like, yeah, but there's a different word for it, and, like, they do reenactments, and, like, Locke does that. Um, yeah, those. Um, <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a sideways inception. Locke Sunday, what he was meant to be doing. <laughs> doing his ironing, folding some sheets. <laughs> like, the most boring, like, sitting down. Watering his garden. <laughs> Says to his neighbour, Hi, Rod. It's like, morning, John. <laughs> if only he stuck to his boring toast, toy store life. How about those Red Sox? Yeah, still haven't won the series. <laughs> uh, so he's going to go hunting with his new dad. Yay! <laughs> Uh, I'd like that very much. Oh, bonding. Isn't that sweet? Don't... I love it. No, sir. What a great dad. Uh, <laughs> I like Anthony Cooper. He's all right. Can we just say with Anthony Cooper, though, that like it is We're a calling good... for him. He is a great character. And like, you're, like, you're right. Like you oh, do. Yeah. You fall for it. This is the thing. Like, I think even as an audience, we're falling for this. And, like, uh, who is the actor? What's his? He's got a he's swoosy. No, <laughs> Kevin Tiggy or... T- t- swoosy Tiggy, whatever it is. Like, he's a great actor. Like, you just kind of like, we've talked a lot about in these episodes about how it's, you hate the character, not the actor. I mean, there are some exceptions to that. But, like, you can't... F- That's your fault. <laughs> well, you hate both. You can't fault him for, like, just how good he is as an actor to make you really despise his character by the end. So, um, I mean, this is... Oh, he's a, a, probably the best flashback character. Pivotal, pivotal character in this uh, show. Oh, Pissy also... Yeah. But, um, so just, it's great sort of set up. Um, then we, the next flashback, morning, Eddie. Oh, how are you? Oh, great. Cool. Come on in. They're all buddy buds now. Um, goes inside. Uh, but of course, uh, uh oh, he's attached to a dialysis, ma- dialysis machine. Oh, I thought you said 11. No, you weren't meant to be here till 12. Oh, Mood. you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, and it's like, oh, hurry up, we'll be done here, then we're going to go and shoot some birds. Okay, bonding, <laughs> awesome. Um, oh, this is like before the days when they would have got social media comments, like, oh, they can't shoot birds, that's wrong. Yeah, 2017, this would be Peter on the line, yelling and screaming. Uh, Boone actually is a big advocate of uh, Peter, and Summerholder is like a big animal lover. So, uh, <laughs> I started him, Peter! Um, uh, so, what am I reading here? He won a Nobel Prize? What? Um, oh, hang on, random fact, Ian Summerholder has announced that he's got a goal of winning a Nobel Prize. Uh, <laughs> not 
even kidding. What, he's, he's got a goal. Like He doesn't have any chance. He's just got a goal. That's like a life dream. It's, it's, yeah. In 2011, Summerholder visited Savory in Africa and announced that he was making a documentary about him with the goal of winning a Nobel Prize. <laughs> oh... Can't wait till he eulogizes. That's, that's so boon. That's such a boon thing. There's a picture of him uh, on his Wikipedia page. Summerhold at the 2015 Wizard World convention. He's got like a little. <laughs> he's got a little hat on. Like it's just so boon. <laughs> little doe-eyed puppy-faced Ian Summerholder with a little hat on. Nobel Prize winner. <laughs> you you know how funny he's going to be. Like I don't know, if ten years time if we actually wake up to the news. Former actor now. Nobel Prize winner in Summerhold. <laughs> oh, we love you, Ian. Anyway, uh, so we're not up to you yet. <laughs> don't want to get to you yet. Um, so the next scene, they're shooting birds because that's what they do. Um, and then this is the part where he calls him son. Great shot, son. Aww. Or orcs. Aww. Orgs, what? Orcs. Orcs, huh? That's for awkward, Oh, I thought you meant like... The... Really? You're really not down with the lingo. I'm down with it when I hear what you say. You I, are, oh. I thought you were like referring to the birds as like orcs. Like they were some breed of birds. I know what orcs is, like A-W-K-S. I know what that means. I'm not that old. That's a chode. That was orcs. Like, I joke about you being old, but man. Okay, you like... Shut up. Uh... <laughs> I'm still dating your daughter. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, orcs. Uh, so <laughs> next, <laughs> next flashback. They're in the hospital. Um, oh, you know, you can change your mind. Oh, no, I've already shaved my back. Uh, <laughs> I like that little line. It's cute. Um, see you on the other side, son. Oh, they're bonding. He's got a dad. Yay! Remember an episode ago when he said, like, oh, do you have a dad? Everyone's got a dad. Was he cool? No, he was not. Ooh. Oh. Um, Ooh. So then oh, the next bit. <sighs> this is a really sad end to this episode when we get to what else is going to oh. happen here. Wakes up. There's an empty bed. There's a nurse there. Um, she doesn't know that it was his dad. Doesn't. I love it. It's like, where's my father? Who? <laughs> <laughs> um, found out he checked out. Then uh, his old uh, swoosy, uh, basically saying... Immediately popping off. Happens to be there. She's had a change of heart. Oh, good on you, swoosy. Uh, basically, that the whole thing was a con. It's all about conning lost, isn't it? Like, that's not about the mysteries. But I feel so dumb because I feel like no one put two and two together here. Like, Anthony Cooper conned Locke. Like, we should have put it together, but I feel like no one really did. I did, because I'm very smart. Um, Ron did. Poor Locke. We already saw he was in a wheelchair and he had a dick boss. Now he's got a dick dad and he stole his freaking kidney. Which is just... His mum is a loon. The life of Locke here. Um, <sighs> gets it's only going to get rougher and rougher. Gets in the Lockmobile, drives up to the, <laughs> the gate. Eddie's a dick now. Um, Locke's theme is so good. Michael Giacchino is a genius. Yeah, no, so I agree. It's that sort of real sad, sweeping scene. Epic, sad music. Gets to the, the gate. This is a misunderstanding. He wouldn't do this to me. Um, like, can I just point out something here that I don't want to... Because, again, this is kind of like us destroying the walkabout scene. But, like, how does he know he wouldn't do this to him? You've known him for all of, like, two months? <laughs> like, you know... I mean, I'm a trusting guy, 
but like <laughs> it's so sad to see Locke just being taken advantage of because yeah. we think of him as like the guy in control and he's all serious and he's got his destiny but we here see see him just kind of a loser like and just getting taken advantage of it's not the first time it will happen with Anthony Cooper it's gonna happen again and again it's just depressing and like Locke has the saddest life of any TV character ever, I feel. Yeah. Well, I mean, outside of real life, Ian Summerhold. <laughs> He's the inspiration for Locke. Um, but Terry O'Quinn is so good in these last two scenes. Oh, just the oh. scene when he's at the gate, and then when he's in the car, and he's banging oh, the wheel. Oh, Locke. I wept. I wept. Like, look, it ties in so well to the ending, which obviously we're going to get to. Um, Seeing him crying and like banging on his little block in the field, it's just so sad. We've all been there. We've all had those moments. Uh, you just feel completely helpless and there's nothing you can do about your situation right there and you just feel like, why me? Um, but sadly, we don't all have a light turning on underneath us, which we'll get to in a moment. <laughs> Desmond's not there oh, to go to the toilet. Um, so let's go back to the beginning. And I, I guess you, you've uh, you've mentioned here about, uh, I guess we can just cover the glasses storyline. <laughs> uh, I like it. I do too. Of, of, of all the silly filler ones, I like it. Yeah. So basically, um, Sawyer's headaches from last episode. Uh, and this is kind of like where I said to you, I think many episodes ago, I like, you know, Sawyer reading. Like I just kind of, it's a weird little thing that I like. Cause you wouldn't expect this guy to be into like, you know, Watership Down and all these kind of like stories. Uh, so we see Sawyer in the garden with Sun and it's like, are you sure it was this one? And you're kind of thinking like, is he like wiping his butt with these? Like, what's he doing? Uh, doesn't tell Kate about his problem. Sun tells, you know, nosy Sun. Uh, <laughs> I like Sawyer's. What does he say? Like, nice garden or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, yeah, it says that Kate likes got headaches. Um, but then I love when Kate goes to Jack, tells, you know, he's our hero, shaving in his little makeshift little mirror. Um, and I love how Jackson reacts. Like, Jack's exactly right here. Like, oh, what am I going to do? I'll get a snappy one-liner if I'm lucky, a really new nickname or something like that. That. Oh, but Jack's so painful in this. I episode. like this Jack. Part. I love He's him. Like, I love I him. Jack. I don't want to help him. I'm over it. I'm, shut up. I like. I like what he does though when he gives him the test. I think it's hilarious. I like that they're kind of in the middle. Don't make it all about Jack. Like these last like five or six episodes, Jack's barely been anything to do. I like that it's not always about Jack. Um, but I have to point out, did you, when he's on, you know, when they're banging on the beach and he's like getting angry at the random background survivors, <laughs> you go back and watch it. This guy, he's doing nothing other than bang a piece of metal. Like, go back and, like, he's not building anything. He's literally just bang, 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 Typical bang. Doug. Like, <laughs> like, Doug's out, he's banging again. Like, it. It's literally, you've got to go back and watch it. He's not, like, building a heart. He's not making something for the raft. He's literally got a piece of metal and a hammer or something. And he's just banging. It's hilarious. I didn't notice that. I mean, I noticed he was banging on something, but I didn't realise he wasn't doing it. It's kind of like Charlie making his, like, whatever he was the other day. Um, <laughs> but, um... <laughs> It's typical Doug. Um, but I oh know I like. Why did Scott die? Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> I like. I did everything Scott asked me to do. So why are you doing this to me? Uh, I like Jack in this episode. I just randomly like how he's yeah. like Dick Jack. Uh, but it's like it's good J- Dick Jack. It's funny Dick Jack. 
Um, but uh, Jack randomly has a scene here about burning the raft um, because of trial and error yeah. and. Yeah. Walking up to the raft again and doing nothing other than just, hey, Michael. Um, I love, I just love this scene here with uh, Jack and Sawyer. I think I've skipped over sort of the initial, like, him asking questions. Uh, but then I love it when he's, like, giving him the examination. And, you know, it just starts off pretty standard. You know, how long have you been having these for? Um, you know, have you ever had a blood transfusion? Have you ever slept with a prostitute? Yes. Have you ever contracted a sexually transmitted disease? I'll take that as a yes. When was your last outbreak? He just storms off. He just like smirks to Kate. He needs glasses. <laughs> funny, I love I think it. The, one of the cringiest Jack moments ever, is, I always cringe, is you skipped over it, but when they first kind of talk about the headache and Sawyer's like, I'm sorry, I'd love to, but my insurance has run out. And Jack's like, his insurance has ran out. That's a nice one. I like it. What's wrong with that? That's funny. It's so cringy, Jack. I like it. That's a good one. Yeah, you're getting good. I like it. I I defend Jack. Jack's all right to me. I I haven't lost my love for Jack. I mean, I can see some points you make, but no, still like Jack. Um, but I also like the line from... Jack's getting bad at mild flirting with Kate, I think. I, I, I overstepped the uh, the scene, the, the great Sawyer line, when Kate grabs him and is like, you're going to see Jack. Do I get a lollipop? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I do like that line. Uh, but then we kind of... I, I like this whole storyline with the glasses. It's kind of funny. Um, you know, he's got, what, hyperopia. And I love Sawyer's reaction. I've got hyper what? And it's like... You got short sightedness. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't you love Jack the Doctor? Uh, are you smelling anything burning? No. Well, it's not a tumor. <laughs> like, not a tumor. Good, good evaluation there. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, nothing burning can't be a tumor. I do love Sawyer's little uh, bit there where he sniffs. He's like, like he just kind of does it. But like the, the whole thing that kind of destroys this whole sequence for me because it's just so random. We've got Jack here with like a hundred different pairs of glasses because apparently everyone on the plane had glasses. He's like giving them to, which is kind of funny. And then it's kind of like you know this isn't a fashion show, right? It's, it's all like it's all well and good. But then we just get this weird sequence of Saeed making glasses. I love this it's montage. Weird. The Saeed glasses. It doesn't montage. fit. <laughs> like why is Saeed doing it? I love it. Because uh, Saeed does everything. But, like, he's... I love it. Nah, it's to me, great. it's weird. It just it feels out of place. Um, But I do like the this, payoff this... when, like, he's wearing those glasses at the end. And what does Hurley say? What, what, I... I don't get this line. What does it mean? He, what is it, do you have it written down, what he actually says? Uh, he says, oh, it looks like someone steamrolled Harry Potter. Um, hilarious, Hurley. Like, what but that it's... even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter wears glasses? Well, Harry Potter does wear glasses, no? Um, but... <laughs> This, of, this whole one of the most famous things Harry part. Potter has is glasses. But, um. This this kind of worries me, this plotline, because he talks about, well, this can happen, you can develop this later in life, and I'm kind of scared because my mother wears glasses, my father wears glasses, my brother wears glasses, and I don't wear glasses, so this is terrifying. He's like, this can develop later on in life. Like, no. I'm all but consigned that I will have to one day because I remember going to, like, I think I had an eye test in high school and they basically, similar to what you are saying about, like, my sister wears glasses, my dad, my mum, and they basically, this uh, optometrist is like, yeah, one day you'll have to wear glasses. It's it's a certainty. Uh, and, like, I've noticed now that, like, I mean, I used to have very good eyesight. I used to always be able to read things and my dad was like, how can you read that so far away? Now I'm getting to the point where, like, my eyes are not that good because I'm old. 
And I remember the last time I did an eye test, like, you know, those little tiny letters you got at the bottom? Like, I used to always like, yeah, A, Z, K, J. Now I like literally, I'm like, well, I can't read them. Holy (laughs) fuck. Like, I'm Uh, getting old. Yeah. Uh, Picture of a doll. Uh, Four, six, 32. Um, A YouTube video. (laughs) Um, That's a chode. Um, <laughs> I like the plot line though. I like the side bit and you know it kind of explains why Sawyer missed with the Marshal as we talked about yeah. before. Yeah. No, I, I it's um I like I like the overall thing because as I said I like Sawyer's random reading, but um you know, just the side thing's kind of random to me. Anyway, do we have to talk about this next bit? Like <laughs> do we have to Great plot line. Yeah. <sighs> Alright. Lock and Boone, they're still on the hatch. Uh, Boone's getting a bit frustrated because Lock's not putting out as much as he was at the beginning. Um, been out here for two weeks. Um, and what is this thing called that they make? It's called a like a trebuchet. Trebuchet. Uh, which I mean, look, bloody oath, he's pretty good at building this contraption <laughs> with high it's pressure. The whole thing. Like Jesus, how does he do this? <laughs> Uh, in between building cradles, yeah, far out. He's he's and he's the Kate out of, He's the Kate of men. Like he just can do everything. <laughs> this this track here was a boon, and this was a bore, and this is a trebuchet. Um, so this awesome contraption that comes flying down and smashes into it. Uh, this was supposed to work. Uh, <laughs> doesn't do anything, and then Boone's like, "Dude, your leg." We don't say "dude," but he's not Hurley, but like your leg, man. And then we kind of get this cringy scene of him pulling out the metal from his leg. No pain. Then we get him sort of around the fire, stabbing himself with a needle, burning himself with his foot. Uh, <laughs> it needs to get more elaborate and elaborate and elaborate. Like, chops his the leg off. That's the leg off. Like, all this crazy thing. Gets Boone to bite it. Uh, <laughs> um, but then obviously we kind of get... Uh, after this, uh, Locke's getting ready to build it again. Boone's frustrated again. And this is kind of when you let slip. The island will tell us what to do. And Boone's like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, one thing I've got to say, like, Boone is amazing. He's brilliant. And he's going to die. But, like, he's such a little puppy dog in the fact that he's literally at the point now where he's so frustrated with this man. He's like, what? The island? Like, your leg? Like, you're not walking properly? What's happening? He still just goes along with everything anyway. <laughs> like, he, you know, like, he doesn't give up. Typical Boone. <laughs> like, just... Oh, it's so funny. Um, so, I've written here Boone's Asian wife beater is back. He's got his lovely little muscle shirt on. Good on him. I have to imagine that someone gave that to him, saying, like, oh, this means, like, strength and honour or something. <laughs> he got it on holiday or something. It really means, like, I'm a dick. <laughs> it says, like, carrot or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Boone is a carrot. <laughs> Boone is a carrot. You custom, mate. Boone was a hot chick. Now he's a stapler. <laughs> <laughs> Boone and Rob Schneider. Did they, ever, they never did Lost, did they? In That's weird South that they Park. never did Lost. Um, no, I don't think they did it. I'm sure That's they referenced weird. it. Surely they referenced it. I know that. Family Guy did. Uh, Simpsons did way late. Did the Simpsons do it? I didn't see that one. No, like way, way late after the show ended, which is just dumb. Yeah. Uh, um, um, I don't think South Park ever did it, which is crazy to think. Maybe that's probably a good thing, because that probably shows that Matt Stone and Trey Parker like it. <laughs> so that's probably <laughs> why they ended up uh, doing it. Um, but then we have this sort of sequence of, like, Boone's late for work. 
<laughs> You're late. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that was funny. And this is where like Boone's standing up to him a little bit. Now he's standing on the hatch, and you kind of think, like, okay, something's a bit dodgy here. Um, then we kind of see a plane flying over the top, like choking and about to crash. And then all of a sudden, Boone's covered in blood. Teresa falls up the stairs. Teresa falls down the stairs. Oh, it's crazy. I talked about how I was, yeah, how I was young when this first aired. I was terrified, but this, this is so creepy. Like, Teresa falls up the stairs. falls down the stairs, like, all bloody. You're like, ah, locks in a wheelchair, plane. It was scary at the time. Can we just point out, we, we ripped shit into Ian Summerholder. He's actually really good acting in this scene. Just the way he's kind of like, you know, Teresa falls up the stairs, Teresa falls down the stairs. Um... It's all a dream. He wakes up. Don't take it back. Um, And then all of a sudden, who does Locke have to wake up? Boone! (laughs) And typical Boone. Like, like, let's be honest. Like, uh, you generally, I guess, are slow to get up. I don't know. Like, like, as soon as your line goes up, ah, morning, time to get up. Like, I struggle to get out of bed. That's me. Like, I love how, like, Locke stands over the... Boone, he's just like, I'm up. And he's standing up, like, two seconds later. Like, what are we doing today, Locke? He's guy who goes to sleep in his work uniform the night before. (laughs) Well, we saw that, didn't we? He fell asleep on watch. (laughs) So... Uh, they're back in the jungle. He describes to Boone the vision that he's having, you know, that it felt so real. Uh, and that's when he turns around to Boone and says, who's Teresa? It's like, how did you know that name? It's like, yeah, very Batman versus Superman. How do you know that name? Um, I love uh, Boone's like, have you been using that wacky paste stuff yeah. that made me see my sister get eaten? <laughs> yeah, I love that line too. Um... So we're going through the jungle, um, and what are we up to? Uh, Boone finally. Oh, he says like, oh, I mentioned probably Teresa at some point in the jungle. Locke disagrees. Uh, Locke falls, alarming Boone, according to Lostpedia. <laughs> I love how says John, you okay? Um, and then they find the necklace. And then it's like, oh, didn't Boone, lovely Boone, you know, oh, why would none of the other people be walking around this far out in the jungle? <laughs> like, even if Boone lasted to season six, he still would have been so behind on all, like, they're talking about, like, Boone, we're in the 70s. Yeah. What? Oh, but, but why are they, Why did they have sideburns? And they're talking, like, like Boone, Boone, we time travel. Why isn't my cell phone oh. working? You're in the 70s, Boone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then, uh, there's a body in the tree, um, and, uh, <laughs> like, falls down, and then poor old Boone, like, shits himself. Um, I love here, there's a link on the, uh, the Lostpedia page that says, a dead body, you click on it, Goldie! And it takes us to spoiling who this eventually, oh. obviously, is going to be. <laughs> um, yeah, so I didn't know if this was Yemi or if this was the other guy, but apparently it's Goldie. Apparently it's Goldie. Um, and I mean, let's not talk about Goldie, because no. that ended bad last time we talked about Goldie. So anyway, they're, they're, he's going through this body. Uh, we see he's a priest. Boone's smart enough to realise this guy's a priest. Oh, he's a priest. Um, and, I love Locke talking about high-quality polygamy. Yeah, oh, like, like, again, so many smart people on this plane. Like, God, that's my <laughs> but, luck. But I'm going to be in a plane crash. They're going to be the dumbest people in the world. Like, oh, how long has <laughs> this body been here for? I don't know. Fucking what do you think, Cheryl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Jack already said like fifty years for clothing to do. Like, I feel like these people are just acting like they know things. And uh, well, Boo's not going to know any different. I'm going to act like I'm the smartest guy in the world. Like, <laughs> I know how to catch boar. 
Yeah, a uh, uh, trebuchet. Uh, yeah, that's what it's called. Um, yep, fucking oath. Um, Michelangelo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you the story about my dead sister? <laughs> Wacky. Oh, there's a scene in a second that relates to that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so like, I love like when they're going through the body, they're doing a full Sawyer, stealing his money, and typical lock. Oh, what money is that? Nigerian. (laughs) (laughs) Locke knows about high-quality polyester and apparently knows what every currency in the world is. What the hell? Yeah, I mean, I'd look, I would read. I'm sure it might say Nigeria on it. So, like, you know, I'm sure if you... But he's like, doesn't even look. He's just like, Nigerian. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what he does on his Sunday. He collects money. Like, he Googles money on a Sunday. He's like like a... Collector type. What is the currency of Nigeria? (laughs) That's what he does on a Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Really, probably. Um, But I love he's like, oh, he's been on an island for two, ten years with the clothing. Uh, And then, yeah, that's when Boone's like, why would a Nigerian priest be on an island in the South Pacific, finds a gun? Oh, baby, he's not a priest at all. Um, So, okay, cool. Um, And this is obviously the next scene where uh, Boone's like, what's going on, John? I'm fine. Uh, let's take you to Jack. Jack wouldn't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, I was in a wheelchair for four years. Why were you in a wheelchair? It doesn't matter. Like, oh, keep the mystery alive. <laughs> um, and then, um, got to keep going. And then just keep up with me, my son. And that's obviously when we get the, the flashback, obviously. And that's where Boone's like, really? You want to be my dad? <laughs> Can I call you daddy now? Yeah, daddy. Oh, God, probably does in different contexts. Um... But anyway, so the next bit is when we find out about what happens to um, oh. Teresa. Now, this is like, oh. you know, Teresa was my nanny. Uh, and I just, like, this is funny, but like, I love when Boone says, like, I would always call her on the intercom. <laughs> just imagine this little Boone, like, well, Teresa, 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 Teresa. Rich brat. <laughs> like, Teresa, you bitch, get up here. Get in my serum. <laughs> Um, a little brat with the intercom. But then he says that she fell down the stairs and broke her neck. And then Locke Whoa. starts laughing. And then Boone <laughs> grabs him. Why is that funny? <laughs> what? what the hell is funny? Which is true. It's like, can we just, I want to re-edit the scene from a couple of episodes ago. My sister died of you and Sawyer starts laughing. <laughs> I do love that though. Like, she broke her neck. Uh, what's so funny? <laughs> Tough guy, Boone. Tough guy, Boone is pathetic. Uh, Then he points up. There's the plane. It's above them. It's on a cliff. It's dangling over. Don't do it, Boone. Convenient lock. No legs. Yeah, typical. This yeah, it's Ireland's fault. It's not Locke's fault. The island is the dick. The island dick of the week. But like, Boone, diva of the week. Week. What's so funny? I mean, actually, no, Sawyer's deeper in the woods. But then we've got here, like, Locks are like, you'll have to climb up there. Doesn't even, like, think. It's not like, you know, oh, maybe we should get a team. Maybe we should, you know. Get right around. Yeah, you know, just get some of the ropes and just, like, maintain the area, make sure it's safe. Boom, climb up there. You're right. You're up to go. Okay. But the thing is, like, he knows he's going to do it because, again, typical Boone says yes. Like, he kind of looks as if to think, like, that could be dangerous. But Locke wants me. I'll do it. <laughs> Oh, Boone, oh, Boone, you should have no. stood up this. No. Boone wanted to be the hero up to his last moment. I didn't think we were going to get to this scene so soon. 
All right, compose yourself. That's really gone by in a flash. Just like Boone. Candle in the wind. Um, he climbs up the plane. He's inside. Oh, we need that. We need that parody. It's like, goodbye, Boone Carlisle. <laughs> we'll write a lyrics to it. <laughs> you fell off of that. Drug smuggling plane. Well, now you crushed <laughs> mugs in trouble. What was the line we had? No one. Was it um goodbye, Jerry Manthe? <laughs> was it? What was the one he said about Colby? It was like um, you thought Colby was a Hershey bar, but you just wanted a taste or something like that. Or no? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Download Survivor Oz to get the full Hawks. <laughs> I want to rock, rock. <laughs> anyway, sh- focus, Ben. It's Boone. Boone's about to die, sort of. Um, he gets in the plane, throws the door down. There's old, you know, Gummy Joe sitting down, chilling, just being lazy. Um, <laughs> falling asleep. <laughs> he's Grandpa nap. Playing with his, Gummy Joe nap. Playing with his chode. Uh, now he's going through the plane. You should never said that word. I'm just going to use that all the time. Uh, Boone's going through this plane. There's naps in Nigeria. Uh, there's a bottle of scared Boone. Like, the, the plane, uh, like, the, um... Echo brother. The, yeah, it falls out of the, the, the thing. Can I just say, we didn't talk about last episode. Just to go back a little bit. Jump scares in Lost. When that bridge collapses, that scared the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so well edited. Um, anyway, this doesn't, like, the little Boone shits himself. And then he's like, ah, I'm fine, I'm fine. <laughs> But like, Locke wasn't even asking. Poor Boone at this point. Like, this play is shaking. Surely Boone's got to realise what's going on here. Um, yeah, but this is his chance to be the hero. True. This is really it. This is finally Jack time. <laughs> I, Jack's not here. Sawyer's not here. Kate's not here. This is my chance. Boone's waited all my life for this moment. Breaks out into song. Goodbye, Boone. This is my hero time. Um, Anyway, so he finds a little uh, cabin, a little cabin block thing of, like, Virgin Mary statues, and immediately, Clever Boone knows that they're filled with (laughs) drugs. (laughs) This is what the island was telling you, they're drug smugglers, John! Uh, (laughs) Throws it down. Convenient. Convenient. Heroin. Who would maybe want these? Emily de Raven. Um... (laughs) But, of course, the plane starts to move, but then Boone sees the radio, which, of course, turns on. It's working. He gets onto it, and Locke's telling him to get out. He's not listening. Boone, get out. Get out, Boone. But he then <laughs> gets on the radio, says, Mayday, mayday, we're survivors of Flight 815. But what is said on the other side of this? Oh, my God. Ooh. We're the survivors of Oceanic Flight 815. Like, it's, it's a blink and you miss it moment. Like, you really have to pay attention to hear that. It weirded the F out of me when this first... I can still remember seeing this moment when it first aired. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, are they in some simulation? They've been cloned? Like, And I feel so dumb for never... We, I think we talked about this in the past, how neither of us kind of even suspected the tail section surviving. And I feel so dumb... Here, but I thought I don't know it was the others, or I don't know. Like I was like, "What is going on this show?" And I remember being so creeped out by this because I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" Like, where are the survivors of Flight Eight Fifteen? But who is it? Who is it, Noah? Yeah, I mean, it's not the voice of <laughs> Rose, Rose's hubby, but um, yeah, I think 
you know, people talk about how Lost never answered any questions. Pretty much all of these questions about the drug plane and who was on this thing and stuff is answered next season. But then what happens? Oh, so Bernard is responsible for Boone's death. Fuck you, Bernard! Well, mainly Lost. The plane falls out of the tree and no! crashes! <laughs> Boot is crushed! <laughs> Don't laugh at this scene, no one goes! I just picture Boot falling down and he's in the plane and the plane's going down. It's a brutal, like, it's kind of like a bit of a dick move on the riders. He's just survived a plane crash. Oh, how will we kill him? Oh, let's kill him in, in a, a plane! plane crash. <laughs> It's kind of like ER. There was a, a death which everybody said was like so over the top and bad. There was a character, uh, uh, Doctor Romano, and he like he got his arm chopped off by a helicopter. So then he was like morbidly scared of helicopters. So there was this scene he had to go up to the roof to get a patient from a helicopter, but he froze. He's like, no, I can't go near the helicopter. So he goes all the way back downstairs outside the hospital, and is like having a panic attack. Meanwhile, the helicopter that he just avoided hits trouble and crashes and lands on top of him and kills him. It's kind of like, you know, epic dick way to kill off this character. I mean, he was a bit of a dick. That was his character, but, like, still. But, yeah. I remember thinking, like, the first time, like, oh, no, but I still didn't necessarily think he was dead. Me like, either. I was just like, oh, yeah. no, like, get him to Jack. Yeah. Like, even in next episode as well, like, yeah. I still was convinced. I was saying, I, I never mean, thought he would die. Let's talk about this next week, but, like, Lost up until this point wasn't a show that killed main characters. And we'll talk about this more next week, but... Still, it was shocking. Like, Boo just got crushed in this plane trying to rescue everyone. And the thing, too, that makes you think he believes he's going to survive, and I think a lot of this comes down to the fact that this is a network show. I mean, if this was a cable show, it's going to be different. But, like, when Locke gets to him, he looks he's just got a bit of blood on him. He's kind of, like... Yeah, he looks okay. Somebody's just crushed in a plane. Like, I mean, his body should be completely mangled. Um, I mean, we'll see when they lift up the shirt later on, but... But it's just... <laughs> oh, Boone. This was your chance, and you failed once again. Failed for the last time. That's like at, their, at his funeral. Boone, this was his last chance to be the hero, and in true style, failed. But, like, oh, just, you know, Locke's legs just having to work now. Convenient. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, Island. Thank you, Island. Thanks, oh, Jacob, you what? dick. Is it the island, or is Locke just like, oh, no, my leg. Oh, my leg. Oh, I'm so sore. Um, We get back to the cave. (laughs) Jack and Kate are mildly flirting over doctor-patient confidentiality. (laughs) And then Locke comes running in and shoves Boone down. Boone. And Jack's like, no, no, over here. Rips his shirt open. All the survivors in the background are shocked. There's Doug. There's Steve. (laughs) Joanna. They're all sad. Um, I love you, says you on Lostpedia. Jax brings into action. Uh, oh, <laughs> rip, rips open his shirt and he's all mangled up on his chest. Locke does a runner. Um, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Locke. He's like, Locke, tell me exactly what happened. Locke? But then he's, Locke. But, like, we don't know what's going to happen at this point. What's going to happen to Boone? Yeah, this is the biggest. I was all week my nail. I was biting my nails from Thursday through Thursday. This was a tension-filled week. Oh God. Anyway, um, he's still alive. The he's flash- still alive. He's still alive at the moment. The flashback happens, but then obviously that ties in with the bit when he's banging on the wheel in his car to oh. banging on the door of the hatch. Uh, you so know, I, can't. I don't know it's what you want me to do. 
best, though. Uh, is that what he says? I don't know what you want me to do, or what is he? What is he exactly? <laughs> this is like when you said, "Don't tell me what I can't do." Was like, <laughs> what did you say? Like, <laughs> I can't do that, or whatever you thought it was. Uh, no, he says, "I've done everything you wanted me to do." That's it. So why did you do this to me? And then uh, on comes the light because Desmond's oh, gone to the toilet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and this is just if already this episode wasn't a huge mythology episode, huge WTF episode, huge emotional episode, then we get this ending. And it's just like, ah! I can imagine if you were binge watching this show, you'd watch all of season one in a weekend. Because if you'd never seen this show, like last week it ended with the hatch numbers, and then oh my god, I have to keep watching the next one this time. With well, the hatch well we know all Lockwood because right. he wasn't doing anything on Sunday, so yeah. But oh, Boone, still alive. I love the fact that, like, in the most dramatic moment for any character in terms of injuries and what this will lead to. That's not even how the episode has to end. It's still about Locke banging on a thing. <laughs> Typical Boone. He can't even get the starring point of him getting mortal injuries because even in the next about episode, the he's going to die and he doesn't even get a flashback. It's a Jack flashback. Like It's just so true to character. Oh, like, Boone, no. I'm not doing next and episode. We never... <laughs> yeah, I'm coming I'm on as like, yes. I'm done. We'll get we'll get substitute hosts. Ian Summerholder can host it. Uh, yeah, next week special guest Ian Summerholder and Emily DeRaven. <laughs> Hello, I'm She's Emily DeRaven. <laughs> She's free. That's basic. Um, oh. but yeah, we didn't even get one last Boone and Shannon moment in this episode. I love hearing the bloopers and continuity errors. While Boone is climbing up to the plane, you can clearly see the blurry places at his ri- at his waist where the cables holding him up have been removed. Um, now, can we just actually establish, when is the last Boone and Shannon scene? Is that, like, three episodes ago when he was, like, oh... Yeah, because he wasn't in numbers. So, like, they their last time together was, um, what was that scene when he was, like, a bit of a dick to her? Like, so, like, when she was, oh, when you, you should help with the raft or whatever it was. That would have been the last thing they had together. Aww! <laughs> Robbed. Boo! <laughs> I'm, so miss- I'm so miffed about that. Anyway. <sighs> Questions. Will Boone survive? <laughs> yes, he will. We're going to rewrite this. <laughs> Flash sideways. Uh, is that, I mean, oh, do we want to legitimately have that as a question, even though we know it's going to be answered in like one episode? Nah, nah, we don't need that. We need to have one big uh, question on this list. <laughs> Well, I hear it's like I'm putting one. it on there. Fuck you. Will Boone survive? Who was on the radio talking to Boone? That includes Boone in the question. Well, I mean, like, in all seriousness, though, like, if you're watching this for the first time, you yeah, would be one. asking that question, will Boone survive? So, eh. Oh, you're still on that. Shut up. I'm putting it on um, there. You don't see my Word document. Who, we don't share this. <laughs> who was on the radio who talking Who was on to the radio talking to Boone? Who are the, the priests? The Nigerian priests. Who are the priests? I'm gonna put Boone in every sentence here. Who are the priests that Boone saw? (laughs) Uh, Why does the hatch light up after Locke abandons Boone? (laughs) Why does the hatch light up after Locke kills? But no, actually, we don't know that question yet, do we? Abandons Boone. Yeah, so quite a few questions. It's a pretty mythology heavy. Boone's in everyone. Uh, So. 
<laughs> I don't want to do the next episode. Um, all right. Uh, what are we doing with this episode? Buy it. I'm saying it first. It's a good episode. Um, yeah, buy it. Uh, yeah. You know, it's you sad that Boom died, but the plane is great. Flashback is amazing. Terry O'Quinn is a master. I like the subplot. Sometimes subplots are really bad on the show, but this one's fun with the glasses. And, you know, the priest, Teresa falls up the stairs, is all creepy. And Boone the hero. Got to buy it. One of the best episodes. Do you think Boone's a martyr? Uh, he goes out, like, doing the right thing. Um, I mean, he kind of is. He yeah. finds heroin for Charlie. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so next week uh, we'll be doing episode twenty-one, the greater good. Uh, <laughs> nothing happens. Boone's fine. He's just in the background again. <laughs> Do no harm. Well, that's his funeral episode. So maybe we need to, to, to run. Uh, next episode. He's come around so fast. I can't believe this. Do no harm. It's a Jack episode. Boone. Yeah. And oh, you know what makes I mean, this episode worse? Boone dies and Shannon and Saeed bonk in a tent. Like, yeah. And we get annoying baby sound effects. Oh, but we should also mention, like, Claire Pops next episode. So. Claire Pops, Saeed Pops. <laughs> uh, Boone doesn't pop. Locks Chode Pops. Um. Oh, I should never have said that word. <laughs> Jack gets married. Boone dies, Jack gets married Typical Jack Jack's the real hero Because Boone wanted to get married But he's dead (laughs) Um, But actually Jack's wife has a big connection To Boone and Shannon um, So that's kind of exciting Um, But but The daughter or (laughs) Um, Well, I mean if you want me to spoil it now Spoil uh, it, I can't remember Listeners, tune out now uh, (laughs) <laughs> Sarah Shepard, Jack's wife, was when she was in the car crash. The other person who died in the car crash was Shannon's dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's a blink and you miss it. Really, it is. Oh, just like Boone. Uh... Um, but yeah, Do No Harm is a good one, despite the fact that it's Jack flashback on Boone's <laughs> moment to shine. <laughs> You'll be alive for forty-two more minutes. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm sick next week. Um, like us on Facebook, subscribe, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, um, and Urban Dictionary, sponsored by Chode. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's good to be doing these episodes, but sad to do it at the same time when the best people in the world are dying around you. Life in Summerholder, if you're listening. Just, <laughs> uh, my name is Ben, and I'm going off to play with my chode. I can't say it without laughing. <laughs> my name is Nora, and this can't be happening. This can't be happening. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.